hey beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. I'm your host, your friend, and your sister in Christ, Georgia Brown. And truly, I am beyond grateful that you are here for another faith-filled, fun conversation. You know what? Today, it's just you and me. I had some things on my heart and really, you were just on my mind. As I think about August, I think about back to school and I can't believe I've been out of school for like three years now. I graduated from college and if we're new friends, y'all, I went to school for songwriting here in Middle Tennessee in the Nashville area and I got my degree in songwriting with a minor in classical piano and y'all, I came out of college at a public secular state university doing full-time ministry. Only the Lord, right? Crazy. But seriously, those four years of college were some of the best years of my life until this point. It is a glory to glory life. So let me tell you what, the best is yet to come. It always gets better and better living this life, this adventure with Jesus. And so I just wanted to encourage you with that. And for me, looking back then on high school, high school was hard for me. And so I don't know where you're at. If you're starting middle school, junior high, high school, just going into another year, maybe you're finally not a freshman or you're finished with sophomore year, you're gonna be a junior, an upperclassman, or you're like, wah, wah, it's my senior year. Or you're like, finally, senior year. Or maybe you're going off to college for the first time. You've got the jitters. You've never moved away from home before. That was my story. I get it. Maybe you're nervous because you don't know who your roommate is. Are you going to get along? Like, what's going to happen? Maybe it's another semester and last semester was really hard. Friendship stuff, boy stuff, school stuff, repeating a class. I get it. I've been there. And I want you to know you are not alone. Maybe you've transitioned out of school and you're just coming to hang out because we got another fun episode. Hey, I'm glad you're here. Maybe you're a mama. You remember those days of school and now you're just transitioning into staying at home with the kiddos or, you know, wherever God has you (laughs) is right where you need to be. And also a big old shout out to all our homeschoolers. Hi, I love you. I'm so proud of you. And this will still apply to you. So honestly, for this episode, I just kind of wanted to share some few things that I thought about when it came to school. (sighs) The school year. Fall goes by fast. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it just is go, go, go. And so as we go into the schools or maybe you're at home and having school at home, I just want you to remember that wherever you are, wherever he has your feet planted in this season, I want you to go in with this mindset that this is your mission field, that you are a light. You are called to be a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. So I don't want you to go into the classroom thinking that the classroom is just there for you. It is, right? You're there to learn. You're there to grow. You're there for grades and all that fun stuff. The classroom is there for you, but you were meant for the classroom because you are a light, because there is no other you. Who you sit by in your classes, who your professor is, who your teacher is, when you have your lunch schedule, I just want you to keep in mind nothing's an accident. The people that you pass in the hallway, even when you're in the restroom washing your hands and the girl comes up to you and washes her hands too, that's not an accident. Every moment 
is divine. God has too much to do in and through you. He is not wasting nobody's time. Oh, so when you have those little moments, I don't want you to rush past them. When you're washing your hands next to that girl, give her a smile. Or maybe ask the Lord, is there something you want me to share with her? Maybe just that sweet compliment of her clothes or telling her that you like her hair or her lip gloss. That could literally be everything because this is a thought that goes through my head so often. And honestly, I thought about this the other day and it brought me to tears. What if someone had not been told that they are loved today? And you are the only person that has seen them. You are the only person that has shown them the love of the Father. Hmm. Our job is to hold up a mirror. If you've been around here for any amount of time, you know that I love to say that. Seriously, as friends and as sisters, we are just called up to hold up a mirror to one another, to show them the beauty that we see from a side that they don't get to see. They don't get to see their own face unless they look in that mirror. So be that mirror for our friends. Every moment is a divine appointment. So when you're in the classroom, yes, you're there to gain from the classroom, but the classroom is also there to gain from you because you are a light. And so here's another little thing that I think about. I remember on my college campus, I brought my my Bible. <laughs> I'd bring my Bible, I'd keep it in my backpack, and you never knew if I had time in between classes or if I'm at lunch with a friend talking and I just really needed to pull out a verse to share with them. Don't be ashamed of your Bible. Seriously, let that be an extension of who you are because out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so the more you're in the Bible, the more you're in the Word, the Word gets in you, and then it just becomes an outpouring, an extension of who you are. So don't be ashamed of Him. Because his word says, if you truly share him before all men, he will share you and claim you before his father in heaven. And so do not be ashamed of the gospel. And so, yeah, I totally recommend bringing your Bible in your backpack because you never know when you'll need it. Oh, I love the Bible. So, so good. When I think of the Bible too, oh, one of my favorite passages comes to mind. Sweet friends before you leave the door before you open the door before you leave the dorm or maybe you're homeschooled and you're just going down to the kitchen table in your jammies which that sounds so great I am a little jealous of you but (laughs) enjoy every moment of that you need to put on your armor there's a difference between clothing and spiritual armor. Now, clothing covers the body, our physical, our flesh, right? We get that back in the garden because when Adam and Eve fell, they they saw that they were naked, their eyes were open, and they hid from God, and then God covered them with cloths, with fig leaves. And so now we have clothing, right? Because we don't show everybody the goods. You know what I'm saying? Modest is the hottest. Yeehaw. But... When it comes to armoring up, that is something not seen in the natural, but it is in the spiritual where you have to put on your spiritual armor. We are in a battle. Do y'all know that? My gosh, if you go to public school, you sure know that. Or if you have social media, you know that too. There's a lot going on, right? And here's the deal. Culture is not wanting to protect us. It is trying to pervert us. It is trying to take away innocence younger and younger because here's the deal. It's always been about you. It's always been about the kids. The next generation, let me tell you what. Yes, Jesus is our hope, but if Jesus is in you, you are our hope. You 
rising up in this next generation, living out your calling in fullness and walking in freedom, in authority of knowing who you are in Christ Jesus, we are pushing back hell every day. So if you have said yes to Jesus Christ and he is the Lord and Savior of your life, you have decided to pick up your cross and follow him daily. You are not who you were. You are a new creation in Christ. You are a warrior. Not a worrier. Uh, 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 uh. You are a warrior. So, for this battle that we are in, because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities in heavenly places, it is craziness, right? But here's the thing. We have everything that we need. You, friend, have everything that you need. And I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so, with that, we need to protect you. And so, just like if you love a puppy dog, and if you wanted to put him in your backyard, you have a fence around him, right? That protects him. That is his boundary. That is his barrier, his protection. Or you put a leash on him, right? Our protection in the spirit is our spiritual armor. And that is found in Ephesians 6. Ooh, if you are doing the devotional, hi God, it's me, 20 days to a stronger, more powerful prayer life. This is a whole day. We talk about the armor of God, why it's important, all the things. And actually, I, I really learned this in college. This was a spiritual concept that I have just been growing in in the past couple of years. But we find this in Ephesians 6, and I'm just going to read it out of the New Living Translation. I love it so much. And so every day, morning and night, honestly, we need to put this on. Be Okay, this is verse 10 of Ephesians 6. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. Mm. God wants you to stand. Too many of us are sitting on the sidelines and letting 10% of the people do 90% of the work. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to rise up. It's time to get off the bench and say, put me in coach. And we can stand firm against what? Does it say here in this translation? The strategies. Now, the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light, it really works in ranks of the military. And so when you think about a strategy, if you think about a football team, they have different positions. They have defense. They have offense. And they have a plan of how they're going to get that touchdown. The enemy has a plan to kill, steal, and destroy us. So if we have our armor on and we have defensive things like our sword and we have our armor, our offense – we can withstand his schemes. Verse 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. Here's the thing. We are not fighting against people. We are fighting against spirits in people. So if they don't like you, it's probably not them. It's probably the demons in them not liking you. But what we do fight against is we butt against evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. <laughs> when it says therefore, see what it's there for. So therefore, verse 13, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Ha! <laughs> That's a promise, y'all. After the battle, you will be standing firm. Verse 14. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth in the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from 
that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of this, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet. Ooh, that's so good. And take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. I love all this. This is so important. There's so much that we could dive into here. But what I love too that it says in verse 13 is put on every piece of God's armor. I've heard it said like people leave the house and they just like have their salvation, like the helmet of salvation. And they're like, okay, I'm good. I know I'm saved. Woohoo. And they go on. And I've heard people say this is like Holy Spirit streakers. Like they're basically naked. They have their helmet on, but they got no clothes, no armor. We have to put on the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of gospel peace, the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. This is why I said, keep your Bible in your backpack. Keep that on you. You need to be equipped. And that's why tucking God's word in your heart is so important. So truly you can you can be able to combat the lies of the enemy. That's exactly what Jesus did in the wilderness when he was being tempted by the enemy. He said, it is written, it is written, it is written. Because here's the deal. The enemy knows the word of God (laughs) more than we do. So where you can get the enemy is with the truth because it is God's word that is alive and active and it's the truth that sets us free and he is the truth, the way, and the life. And so you can say, no, 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 but this is what he said. Remember? (laughs) You have to flee devil in Jesus' name. So put on your armor. Yes, wear your cute clothing. I know the styles and the trends are so fun. But even more than that, get ready for the battle. It's not one of flesh and blood. She is not your enemy. Love her. The friends that are hard to love, the girls that are mean, they are the ones that need it most. And put on your armor and let's go. I'm so proud of you. Seriously, this is so incredible. And be praying in the spirit. Be praying at all times, everywhere. And speaking of praying, when it comes to praying on your college campus or in your high school, junior high, or around your home, my sweet homeschoolers, listen to this. You can pray all the time. When you're doing your chores, when you're walking through campus, something that I like to do at the dining hall is we had a Chick-fil-A, so... You best bet that's where I was most of the time. But you can pray for the person in front of you and behind you. And you don't have to like ask them if they need prayer for anything. You can. And I highly encourage that. Be like, hey, I followed Jesus and I was just wondering, is there anything I can pray for you for? Like what's going on with your classes or how are you doing? What's your major? Or are you decided on a major? (laughs) Different things like that. Or same in the lunchroom. And... I know some of us too pray at home with our families when it comes before meals, but when we're at school, we don't think about it or we're embarrassed. I highly encourage you to pause and pray. Just say, hey guys, I'm going to pray. You want to join me? And just simply thank God for your food with your friends. Pray a blessing over it in the conversation y'all are about to have because y'all know how those lunch tables get out of hand. So we're going to come back to that in a second. But another thing you can pray for is your professors, your friends, as you're walking to your next class. 
oh, you can pray all the time. Just talk to God. As we've learned over the past couple of months together, praying is a two-way conversation of active listening and active participating and sharing your life with the Savior. It is a friendship with the Father. So just hang out with him. Talk to him. Okay, let's go back to the lunch table. Oh, my stars. Ugh. Gossip is gross. It is one of the things that God detests. He hates gossip. Honestly, for me, it makes me feel slimy. Can you not? Like, can you just not? <laughs> uh, can you keep their name out of your mouth? Unless you're uplifting them and edifying them and sharing such sweetness about them, why are you talking about them? Change the subject. I know you're hurt or I know they did you dirty or uh, whatever it may be. But out of the overflow of the heart, again, the mouth speaks. So when you speak ill about them, we're getting a glimpse into your diary of how you really feel. And actually, it's not a reflection of them. It's a reflection of you. So what are you going to do with those sweet words? Because here's the thing. It doesn't say that the power of the tongue has good and bad. In God's word, it says the power of the tongue has life and death. So you either get to speak life from heaven or death, which goes want, want, hell. Bye-bye. No, thank you. That's icky. So we seriously have a choice, and I hope we choose the right choice. I'm always telling my little kids, my ones that I nanny and babysit or just at church, I look at them square in the eye and I say, do you want to make a good decision? And they look at me and they think about it. Do you want to make a good decision with your words today, friends? <laughs> I hope you do. So it makes me think of this verse, Ephesians 4.29. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. Because who you're talking about doesn't just affect them or you. It affects all those around you. It pierces the atmosphere and the spirit. You may not be able to see it, right? But those words have power, life and death crazy, right? So I just encourage you to speak life and I just pray that the Lord would convict you and correct you and also comfort you wherever you are today, friends, as you go into this school year. Oh, so exciting. And then I also want you to remember, hmm, you're doing it all for the Lord. It's all for him. Those grades, the way you treat people, being a good team member on that sports team or in that extracurricular activity in the band, in the choir, orchestra, I don't know, cheerleading, tennis, soccer, wherever you are, volleyball. <laughs> whatever you do, says Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And I use this example a lot, I guess, because I'm still struggling with it and doing doing it and trying to just live it out but y'all sometimes when there's dishes in the sink that aren't mine I'm like I don't want to do these oh I didn't make this mess but <laughs> the Lord again and I oh time and time again he's like you're not doing it for them you're doing it for me no it doesn't mean let people walk over you I'm not saying that but you know I always want the Lord to entrust me with more but if I can't even handle my own dishes in my own sink, maybe it was my brother that dirtied him. Fine. <laughs> but I have to be found worthy in the little. 
Even when no one's watching, y'all, he's watching. <laughs> you know that song, he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake about Santa Claus? Well, really, that's about King Jesus because he knows when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows when you've been bad or good. So let's make a good decision and be good, for goodness sake. Mm. So be found faithful with the little too. Even when they're not in the room, are you going to speak kindly of them? Are you going to lift them up in the spirit? Are you going to speak life? <laughs> and if you're bothered by a situation, a person, a circumstance, take it to him. Go to your father in prayer. That's what prayer is about, right? Sharing. Because sharing is caring. <laughs> so friends, I'm excited for you. Because it is glory to glory. It's a new semester. It's a new day. It's a new opportunity. We're on borrowed breath. We really don't deserve to be here. It is undeserved. We didn't earn this. It is by grace through faith. Oh, so what are you going to do? Today may be all we have. So make it a good one. Make it the best one. <laughs> I'm really, really grateful for you. I'm so proud of you and to grow in our faith together with our friends. Oh, it is such a joy. And so as you go into this school year, I want you to know you're not alone and I'm here for you all the time. So you can send me a message over at Instagram at I am Georgia Brown or, you know, put us a review here on the podcast of maybe things you want us to talk about. Leaving a five-star review, y'all, it really does help the show. So if you could do that, if Faith and Friends has made an impact on your life in any way, if you have enjoyed any of our guests, please leave us a review. I'd love to hear from you. But seriously, you were never meant to do this life alone. So get out of your comfort zone and be the friend you'd want to have. Get involved. I know, it's scary. My one regret actually from school is not getting involved earlier. I was so nervous my first semester of college that I thought, oh, I'll just get involved in January. And that's what I did. I joined a college group in January instead of in the fall. And looking back, golly, I wish I would have started in August because that two seconds of awkward, oh, could have brought me into so much fun so much sooner. But I was afraid. Hmm. <laughs> But my God, our God, did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So that spirit of fear, fear is not an emotion. <laughs> it is a spirit. So just tell the devil, you got to leave. I cast you out, spirit of fear, and I loose power, love, and a sound mind over me now in Jesus' mighty name. So y'all, uh, do better than me and get involved sooner. If that's high school, college, even if you're in a homeschool group, just go out there. Go out there. Even if you're afraid, do it afraid anyways. Be bold. I lose courage and joy over you today, sweet friend. God's got you. His angel armies are fighting on your behalf. You are not alone. <laughs> so, I just wanted to share my heart. I literally had no notes. I just really wanted to share this with you. And I pray that it helped you in some way today, sweet friend. And I just wanted you to know that I care about you. So before we go, I would just be honored to pray over your school year. Lord God, you are so good. I thank you for being our father and our friend. I thank you so much for even the joy to learn, to have the ability to go to school, to have supplies and to have a backpack and to have technology and even the capacity 
to know more about this side of heaven. God, I thank you for each and every friend under the sound of my voice. I thank you for their school year right where they are. I bind and break all assignments and schemes of the enemy that are trying to come against their their school year. We break them in Jesus' name and we lose love and clarity and a sound mind and peace and joy over them as they walk into what may be unknown to them, but what is known to you. You have already made these days for them. You have set a path for them already in advance for them to do, as it says in Ephesians 2.10. So I just pray that they would enjoy the adventure of a ride and that they would continue to ask questions. Lord, what do you have in store for me? Lord, who should I talk to today? Lord, how can I be a blessing even to my teacher, my professor, my parents? And so God, Open the eyes of their heart that they may see. I pray against any fear, any doubt, any anxiety, any depression, any eating disorder, any spirits of suicide. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bind and break those now in Jesus' name. And we just speak life, life abundantly. God, you are so good and your mercies endureth forever. And you know what? I armor them up. Right now in the spirit, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of gospel peace, the sword of the spirit, and the shield of faith. And I pray that they would pray in the spirit at all times. Lord, I'm so expectant for their school year. I pray that they would be bold, that they would be courageous, that they would hunger and thirst for righteousness, and that they would be excited to learn. (sighs) Lord, thank you. Thank you for this family. Bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. And it's in Jesus' mighty name that all God's people said, Amen. Y'all, I love you so much. And I'll see you again next week. We're going to have fun. We have our guests coming back to the podcast. It'll be us with a friend. And I pray that this conversation will bless you. But until next time, do not forget, sweet friend. There is a song on your heart. Only you can sing. Your voice is important. Bye. Looking for a way to deepen your prayer life and connect with God on a deeper level? Check out Hi God, It's Me by Georgia Brown. This inspirational guide is packed with selected scriptures, prayer prompts, and fun activities to help you engage in meaningful conversations with God. In just 20 days, you'll discover the power of using the Lord's Prayer and how to make prayer a lifestyle that you can enjoy every single day. So why not join us on this journey towards a stronger, more fulfilling prayer life? Get your copy of Hi God, It's Me by Georgia Brown at dayspring.com today.